Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the City of the Ancients, Atlantis. Hello, good evening and welcome to Gatecast episode 182 and we're in Atlantis this evening but we are not unfortunately, it's just me and Mike. Good evening, everybody. Yes, we just got a tweet from Brad. Thanks, guys. I'll record something anyway. Great tip. Another one I feel should have been a two-parter. It's always tricky to get the timing right for someone on the other side of the world, but there are still plenty of episodes left. Dear quote, a friend of mine in Melbourne, which isn't that far away from Brad, lives. We're about as far apart as two people can be and stay on the same planet. <laughs> Quite right. Okay, then. Tonight's episode, The Brotherhood. The return of a nemesis, I think we could call him. You know what the monks reminded me of? was, do you recall the episode that was shown as season 4, episode 22 of B5? The one where it showed various... In the future. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, you see the monk guy. Yeah. The robes. I know monkish robes probably look like. Yeah, they probably do. (laughs) Monkish robes. It's actually, oddly enough, just to confuse non-Catholics, it is actually called a habit. You know, I know a lot of non-Catholics figure a habit is only something a nun wears. Yeah, I've never, never seen it referred to as a habit. The joys of a Catholic upbringing. And I use that term very loosely. <laughs> but this looks like a Rodney episode. Ah, and as usual, I'm clicking in for the second time, I actually get a bloody line. Woohoo! Tonight, I am sporting my Schrodinger's Cat t-shirt, which I got from Cafe Press, which is an old-style Western poster with the phrase, Wanted, Dead and Alive. <laughs> Clever. Because I was in spin at 7am this morning, I didn't watch Game of Thrones or Grimm. The only thing I actually looked at last night was Arrow. I was, for the first time in, I don't know how long, I was actually asleep before midnight. Oh, right. It was about 25 past nine, and I thought, if I start watching Game of Thrones now, I'm not going to get to bed till after 12, I'm going to end up with about four hours sleep. <laughs> Hello, Cindy. Sorry, I'm just picking white cat hairs off the keyboard. Okay, stick your tongue out me. Well, at least you weren't totally ignored. No, they like to ignore me from a reasonably close distance, and if I go into another room, they'll follow me so they can ignore me from a reasonably close distance there. <laughs> You know, I was lying on the bed playing. Oh, I don't know if you've been reading much about Ten Grand, Josh Straczynski's new comic. No. There's a QR code on the back which will link you to a website with actors reading, you know, voice acting the comic. Oh, yeah. And Bruce and Moira are doing a new show called Lantern City, and they have a comic out for it, and they've both done voice acting for the comic as well. Advert take one. See, that's my little clapperboard. <laughs> <laughs> Director Clark. Can I just ask, where's my motivation coming from for this advert? <laughs> the fist that's shaking at you right now. <laughs> advert, take two. Hello, I'm Mike. I'm Sina. And I'm Dave. Shit. <laughs> Oops. Daddy doesn't say that, honey. Okay, let's so, start again. Advert, take three. Hello, I'm Mike. I'm Cena. I'm still laughing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's let's start again. Hello, I'm Mike. I'm Cena. And I'm Dave. We're from the Holodeck. We're a show that explores the Star Trek universe through comics, animation, and interviewing those who make it all possible. Listen to us every Saturday on Stitcher, iTunes, and at the Trekmate Family Network at trekmatefamily.com. Why, guys, do you think they bought it? I don't think they're going to believe that we have a chick that likes comic books. These people are just going to think we're a cooking show. Oh, shut up, Dave. 
Just say the word. Open the iris. Birthdays for the upcoming week include Mike Dopu, who has appeared in Stargate Universe, Stargate Atlantis and SG-1, and celebrates his birthday on the 10th of June. On the 16th, both Ian Buchanan, who played the Replicator first in SG-1, and Enid Ray Adams, who was Jones in the SG-1 episode Prometheus, both have their birthdays. A couple of decent on-screen baddies, and isn't it always those that we remember? Also on the 16th, an extra special mention for birthday boy Joseph May, whose character Markham died a valiant death in this very episode of Atlantis. There are a few more birthdays this week, so keep an eye on the Gatecast Twitter and social media sites. And now we'll return to the show. When your line is cocked, I've been blathering on about uh, sort of things happening in my life, so we've been sitting here for a while. I think I'll just kick off. Yep, I'm good to go. Ever three, ever a doll, ever a hen. Clicky. <laughs> fade to black, fade in on... A monk. Yes, looking, in a habit. Looking somewhat chubby. <laughs> oh, panic. Cassock is also acceptable. Yeah, that sounds more reasonable, actually. Now, doesn't that look remarkably similar table-wise to a certain item ball we'll be operating in a season or two? Uh, you've lost me. Um, I can't stand anymore with it, spoiling. Fair enough. Is it safe? Yes, the chamber has been sealed. Where are the others? The Brotherhood has fallen, Astrum. We are all that remains. Right, the Brotherhood. Don't ask me which is which, but one of these guys is Graham Andrews, the other is John Tierney. As you can hear, the wraith are outside, beaming mm-hmm. everybody up. But not in a good sort of Scotty way. And it wouldn't surprise you to realise that this death was used on It's Good to be the King. Well, there they go. Yep. Nice fade to the map painting. Yeah, a nice transition. It looked a little fake, but cleverly done. Alina, I know I've said this before, but uh, thank you so much for letting us in here, helping us through the material. It's been utterly fascinating. I'm happy to do it, Doctor. It looks like McKay's found a new friend. Yes. I wonder if she's a friend or a, I'm making air quotes here, friend. <laughs> well, this is McKay, you know. Even with the opportunity, there's no guarantee that either. <laughs> notice? Put it, oh, notice, yes. <laughs> oh, poor Rodney. He's doing all the work and they're just laughing and drinking. <laughs> that looks like a pencil rubbing. It was. What is going on here? Just having a little fun, McKay. Can we get back to work now? I just don't see how running through history books is going to find us our ZPM. Oh, there's McKay back. See this? This is a charcoal rubbing taken from an ancient temple built about the time Weir's list was written. Notice anything familiar? Hmm? It's a ZPM. There we go. Would you like to see my rubbings? Yes. Yes. Now, there may very well be hundreds of zero-point modules hidden in this galaxy, but the only one we are remotely sure of is here. Here. Yes, McKay. Thanks to one of the coordinates given by alternate Weir. If you ever want to protect Atlantis from the Wraith, we need to find this. Oh, dear. That's it. Guilt him into it. Guilt him into it. How dare you sit around and laugh. Has McKay been given command of this mission or something? Because Ford looks ready to rip his head off. Well, he's head, you know, kind of the head scientist, and this is a research mission, so perhaps he is, yeah. That's really not a good idea. Power tends to go to his head. <laughs> That's true. Okay, then. The Brotherhood. Season 1, episode 16 of Stargate Atlantis. The Gatecast, episode 182. Written by Martin Gero. Directed by Martin Wood. It had its world premiere in the UK, February the 1st, 2005. In the US, February the 25th. Canada, again, listed before the UK, and though the UK has a world premiere. Still don't understand it, and nobody's willing to enlighten me. <laughs> the Australians got it July the 21st, and the Swedes April the 20th. 
episodes from series of the same title, Robocop, Jag, Silk Stalkings, Walker, Texas Ranger, FX series, and Law and Order. Of course. There's always a Law and Order. I'm surprised there wasn't an episode of Caprica with this title. <laughs> and we're back. Ah, the Stargate stock footage. And the meeting. We're in the meeting. Now, according to legend, an ancient from Atlantis came through the Stargate and entrusted a sect of Sudarian priests with a uh, rare treasure, or uh, potentia, as they called it. Potentia. Mm. Latin for power. Now, the Sudarian people worshipped the ancients and uh, considered the potentia their most sacred artifact. Now, predictably, they did exactly as the ancient requested. The potentia being... The ZPM. It's unusual. I would have assumed that the ZPM was taken to that planet to uh, actually power... An apparatus of some sort, not just given as a gift. I see John has started to join Weir in having bad hair in this episode. He does look a bit rough, doesn't he? <laughs> is that after 10,000 years of wraith culling, Sidarian society is essentially extinct. I mean, the planet's inhabitants are only at a renaissance level of development. But um, with the help of some of our gear, I really think they can make some headway. All right. I'm sold. Major, take your team back to Dagon. See if you can get us a ticket home. Ah, that's great. This episode actually ran nine minutes long. Even so, they added that initial teaser with the monks because they didn't really like uh, jumping straight into McCain. That is not Robert Davy. No, I imagine not. A body double. Which is why they cut away. And... And then cut back. <laughs> putting on his jacket. Does it still pain you? Last time we saw him, of course, he got shot in the shoulder by a shepherd. Mm-hmm. So uh, at least he got an aspect of continuity. Where's Colm? Colm's not in the episode. That's disgraceful. You can't have a July episode without Colm. Well... This is off the book, you know, done for vengeance, not for the good of the Jedi. Don't read really the character for the Jedi. <laughs> Robert Davy ended up being in six episodes of Stargate Atlantis, also appeared in Criminal Minds, The Pretender, 82 episodes of Profiler, American actor, also a musician. Hmm. Where are they getting their information? Well, they have spies everywhere, don't they? We know that. They're looking for Atlantean era power source. Is Chief Collins sending a team? Not yet. His priorities are elsewhere. Even if he was, he would never send you. The last thing the Atlanteans need is more power. Get me on that planet, with or without Callan's blessing. Oh my. That basically means without. I got some of the functionality back. It still isn't doing everything it used to. Yes, well, maybe if people stop insisting on having food and liquid in such close proximity to the 10,000-year-old equipment... Hey, we're very careful. <laughs> Oh, God, <laughs> it's, a, it's my former job. <laughs> There's Chuck, the technician, his first appearance on Atlantis. He's normally uh, David Hewlett's body double, and if you look at him, you can see it as well. Hmm. What did you touch? Nothing. I didn't touch anything. <laughs> you did? <laughs> and that was, I can't work with these actors in Czech. There's supposed to be a website or a page on Gateworld that has everything he says in Czech. Hmm. What is this? I didn't know we had these space sensors. Yes, well, no one did. From what I can tell, they've been running silently in background along with our other primary systems. In the background? Yes. So why the sudden leap to the foreground? Excellent question. They accidentally turned the D-space sensors off. Well, perhaps they got turned on when uh, Chaya visited. Uh-huh. Turned on the internal sensors. Why not the external? Admit it, Delanke, you don't have a clue. <laughs> <laughs> you are the loop. <laughs> That's it. Yes, you're loopy. <laughs> Her hair looked better than it did earlier. Actually, of course, she styled it and put a bit music. Well, she was going to meet Zelenka. She fancy Zelenka? Who knows? Yeah, this was the courtyard on It's Good to Be King. They just put a roof on it. I see. Clever. 
lots of light in, it works very well. Yes. Sorry, I'm distracted by something climbing around behind me. <laughs> the Brotherhood of the 15 consisted of a master handler, five protectors and nine stone carriers. Their greatest fear was that the entire Brotherhood might one day be called by the Wraith, which would result in the ZPM going missing forever. Missing, yes, but it would not fall into your enemy hands. They were entrusted with the ZPM. Their hope was that one day the Lanteans would return to reclaim it and reward the Sudarian people for completing their task. Alina is played by Jana Mitola. She's been in a scary movie for Electra, True Calling and The L Word. It was an actual TV series? The movie Electra. Oh, okay. Occasionally TV actors can be in movies. And vice versa. Yes. Kiefer Sullivan being the final example. Well, these days there's good money in television and you can get production credit, pick up some very good roles. Usually by about season three. If they want you to do a role, you get production credit right from the start. Hmm. My God, etchings. Rubbings and etchings. Lines and dots. Hey, look, that looks like a gate symbol. It does a bit, doesn't it? It's very kind of you, Doctor. Hmm. <laughs> he's very impressed. He's laying it on a bit Oh, thick. he's interested. <laughs> he's definitely oh, interested. Don't really blame him. Penetrated McKay's... Uh, <laughs> Women are only useful for fetching cups of tea, so... A, she's good-looking, and B, she's obviously intelligent. Speaking personally, just my own internal McKay, I'd be more attracted to the intelligent than the good-looking. I'd notice the good-looking after. No, oh, perhaps that's the order it was, you know. Mm. We don't really know. Yeah. Each of the stones has a different part of the grid embossed. Signifying where its correct placing should be in the final configurations. Exactly. So what? So what? Ugh. To the map. In the commentary, which was uh, Martin Wood, Martin Guerrero, and David Hewlett, mm -hmm. they were talking about the puzzles, how he figured it out. He basically bought a big bumper book of puzzles, found one that suited what he wanted, then worked backwards. <laughs> He's not very good with puzzles. Who, David uh, Hewlett or...? Um... No, the writer, Martin Guerrero. Oh. I see it. Doctor, I am not sure... They're buried in a grid. Look, we couldn't have done this without the number three stone. That, along with the number seven stone, give us two diagonally opposed corners. From that, you can extrapolate exactly how big the grid is, and therefore where each of the other stones should be buried. You know, this could be an artifact that he's merrily scribbling on with grease pencil. Well, it could be, but I imagine it's their own map. Yeah. Well, that was, actually. I wonder how many times he drew it before he actually got straight lines. <laughs> like the outfit. I wish I was tall enough to pull that off. I'm half expecting him to be speaking in a New York accent and pulling out Prohibition-level bottles. <laughs> it's an authorities gangster. Yeah, just a bit. Or slap a, a Stetson on him in the six-shooter. Yeah, that's distinctly possible. It's not a gunslinger. Why are the women carrying all this? Because it's David. <laughs> and there we have Sunea, played by Laura Minnell. You probably recognise her from Alphas. Yes. She's also been in Smallville, Supernatural, Fringe, Eureka, Sanctuary, Blood Dies, The 4400. Very busy Canadian actress. Oh. Looks very young there, though. Sci-fi Palooza. Yeah. It is for them that the Brotherhood of the Fifteen have kept the treasure hidden. I do not trust the Molina. If you would rather head back to your village than help us, I will not stop you. She looks much older in Alphas. Well, she's not to me more sort of world-weary and slightly drug addict -y. Yeah. Plinky-plonky music for... I can't hear the plinky-plonky music, sir. A bit of a montage. Is he actually going to do any digging? I got a question. Why are you using a shovel that size when you've got no bloody leverage? The whole point of a shovel is that it's long. <laughs> well, there he is. He's drinking. He's supervising. It's thirsty work supervising.
John, I'd take the uh, body armor off. You can clearly, he hasn't been digging much. Not if we can. Oh, that's Ford. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you should expect some of them to walk up and go, oh, me back. Stretch a bit. <laughs> you found something. Oh, they found several somethings. No, that looks like the symbol for Earth. Close. These were a little too easy to find. Weren't they? <laughs> Even with the map. I mean, this looks like land that you should be growing on. Mm. Yeah, I'm trying to think what. It's not. That's what it reminds me of. Slate. Yeah. I was trying to think what the, the material, the certain shininess and heaviness, but an implied brittleness. It looks like slate. Well, it's going to be plastic, of course, but just very well made. Could be slate. Uh, I doubt it. That's a lot of work and a lot of expense, isn't it, really? And brittle. Mm, yeah. Well, it's not like it's Richard Dean Anderson who tends to play with things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look. Look how hard this is. I snap. Popped up half a goal. It took us 18 hours. The walls of this monastery have protected it for 10,000 years. Oh, it's uh, beautiful. It is. Yeah, look at McKay. My eyes are not drawn to it. <laughs> Why, what are you looking at? <laughs> you, you idiot. <laughs> she brings you bread. Oh, come on. No, no, no. She hasn't actually reached over and touched his arm yet. The forearm touch is definitely an affectionate thing. In my hand-built socialization and the Asperger's toolkit, I've left that. <laughs> he looks less buff than he did three episodes ago. This is top walking out. So I'm just doing forearm comparisons with McKay here. I am not a gym bunny. Good, I was not you today. I just don't think I've ever been so tired. <laughs> Are you a scientist? Are you not used to this by now? Mm, yeah, but my kind of science is the good kind of science. The kind you can do sitting in a chair or even laying on a couch. What was it like growing up in the city of the ancestors, Rodney? Sorry? Atlantis. Oh, no, 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 no. We didn't, uh, uh, we come from a planet called Earth in an altogether different galaxy. I and mean, we only just recently made Atlantis our home. So. And this is a key conversation. You don't realise it at the time. Oh, dear. Yeah, perfectly innocent conversation, but she learned something very important which changes her whole opinion. Yeah, she wanted to maybe help him sleep, or at least go to bed. <laughs> and now, when she realises he's not an actual Atlantean... It's a nice lit. Candlelight really does make this set look... Right in the bed. Which bed might that be? Shepherd! <laughs> Everybody else can notice. Yeah. Rachel certainly does. Yes. Did I miss these lessons at school? <laughs> yeah, I was too busy in science lab. Probably, yeah. <laughs> it is. Not with everyone but you, apparently. Well, should I have... Um, was, uh, are you sure about this? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. What should I do? <laughs> <laughs> Everybody figures it out eventually, McKay. <laughs> no, you go back to her and you talk to her now. You say, maybe I don't feel quite as tired as I did. No, lovely night out. Huh? Would you care for a stroll? Right. Good answer. Good night, Rodney. Good night, John Boy. Good night, Mary Ellen. Da, 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 da. So did they get a backhoe to dig that? I imagine they did. It's probably just off camera. <laughs> Rented for the day. It doesn't look much like a map. I guess I was wrong. Mm, possibly. Although, uh, well, you know, just because you originally thought it was a map doesn't make your initial assumption... Uh, bad or incorrect. I'm, well, I'm incorrect, yes, but uh, it was a good guess. Oh, for God's sake, David. Again, Martin Gero in the country, you praise Chris and Bridget for actually creating the physical pieces of the puzzle. Mm. Oh, God, this is painful. 
Give him time. He'll get to the point. Oh, that's awkward. <laughs> Jeffrey, take the hint. Is everything all right? Yeah, everything's great. It's great. Everything's really well. Why wouldn't it be? You sure we're in the right place? We've almost doubled the size of the dick set. We haven't found anything yet. It's got to be the right place. The other eight stones are almost exactly where we thought they would be. Why would this be any different? Seriously, why can't they take the jackets off? They don't really need them. Oh, Ford's fans. Of course, Ford's fans on it. Not quite, sir. But I think McKay should take a look at this. A hatch. I've been watching Lost. <laughs> we found a hatch. Oh, my God. Yeah, because <laughs> people should keep their underground hatches locked. The writing's in ancient. Can you read it? It doesn't look very deep either, does it? It looks like it's been an inch down. It's a warning. This is only the Brotherhood of the Fifteen should enter the Forbidden Chamber. Of the Quindosum. What chamber? Thank you, Miss Obvious. How do you know that? <laughs> yeah. The one under this rock? <laughs> yeah, this was really the impetus for the episode. When they got the coordinates from the episode before I sleep, they decided, you know, they had to make use of them. They had to have an episode mm-hmm. that used them. So they went away and decided to make an Indiana Jones-style adventure. Hence, the puzzle. And oh, yeah. And the convenient... Oh, sticks. Yeah. <laughs> I've had many versions of those. Whee! Oh, okay, that did drop very far. It wasn't that part. <laughs> that didn't really warrant a wee. Who wants to go first? Seems sort of like a shepherd thing. Yeah, that look. You wouldn't want anybody else to do what you couldn't do, John. This is a fun episode. So if it's a shepherd thing, why is Rachel being lowered down? Well, perhaps shepherd went first. So he could catch her, it's not that far but off. How effective, optically speaking, could a telescope that small actually be? You'd have thought the Jedi were advanced enough to have better. Well, no, I'd have thought the Jedi weren't advanced enough to be able to grind accurate magnifying lenses that small. They're building nuclear weapons. Yeah. Seriously. But not in any way safely. Well, that's true, yeah. <laughs> a little thing about radiation they don't worry too much about. Yeah, like jury. All right, he's down. All right, I'll stay up here. Keep an eye on the descender. Stay sharp. Let you know if anything interesting happens. Okay then, Ford. Remember what John just told you. Your only job is to keep a lookout. Do not get surprised by anybody. Ooh, spooky. My guess is that there's something important behind that big seal. There always is. It would be great if there were coffee in the background. Why are you brushing it <laughs> off now? Why didn't you brush it off before you actually put it down? When you picked it up initially, you've been kind of around covered in dust. Well, it was that centipede. They've got the uh, surrounding stones. <laughs> I'd be careful if I were you. And that's never a good idea, Rodney. Yeah? No, you fool. Haven't you read any of the SG-1 mission reports? I believe we can rule out a map. Nothing. Nope. <laughs> Thank you, Rachel. I'm getting there. Who is that? Who? The two girls. They look like Cosians. Maybe they were just visiting. Fancied a bath. I was finally able to interface our computers with the Atlantian long-range sensors. Excellent. <laughs> There's an unidentified craft about the size of a wraith dart heading for the city. What? Oh, that's not good. The sensors picked it up days ago, but it's taken me until now to finally decipher what they've been trying to tell us. A dart. God, that's T-York-level vital information delivered too late. <laughs> well, Tilt would have known about it and not told him. Zelenka's just learned about it. Mm. Great. That's commitment. Sub-light ship from the nearest Stargate. Mm. Yes, we do. It'll be here in 27 minutes. 
We need to get jumpers in the air. Well, thank you very much for the warning. A whole 27 minutes. Everything's quiet. Board looks bored. Too quiet. You know, I have to say, in a typical Ford-like scenario, most other soldiers of that nature... Would be asleep. Ooh, we thought there was mosquito. <laughs> He'd have the t-shirt off and be lying on his back in the sun. That's a big dart hitting from the tree line. Isn't what, it? What, what don't you believe? It's a gate address, a six-symbol gate address. Gate symbols? I told you that when we saw them first. <laughs> I see them now, yes. Do you recognize the address? No. I'm not familiar with this one either. So the night stone is on another planet. Hmm. Maybe, or maybe not. Ruin the story if they've got to go off-world. Yes. Is he dead? No, just unconscious. He will be like that for hours. Excellent. I tell you, they should have rode up on horseback. Um, I wouldn't guarantee that with Ford. Well, he didn't last long, did he? No. Those gun barrels <laughs> looked awfully big. Well, that's Jinai weaponry, just something they like. Yeah, I think they're compensating for something. <laughs> Probably. Go on, stick your head over the uh, front of the hole. Ford! Oof! <laughs> he didn't like that, did he? Major Shepard! I'm afraid the lieutenant has had to step away for a moment. He was fortunate his friends actually valued his life. Hmm. Well, that's true. Typical Jinai would be to just shoot him. Well, that's it. These guys aren't Janai. These are local uh, muscle that he's hired. There's only two Janai there, him and his second-in-command, Pranos. Hmm. Did you actually think a single bullet to the shoulder would kill me? No, I was aiming for your head. Well, if it in the head, it might have done the job. What'd you do to Ford? He's fine. Then what do you want? The same as you, Major. The lost treasure of the Quindosum. Yeah, and you just break it. Yeah, it's big mouth there. Don't they look kind of, you know, easily smashable? They do look brittle. ZPM, whatever it may be, is an object of great power. That's true. And great powers of use to all people, especially the Jedi. Sinir. Yeah, Sinir. Big mouth. Reward Alina. They agreed to let us keep the treasure if we just... This is a cultural artifact, so you actually go to the Jedi and offer to sell it. There are no Jedi scientists. There are people under the gun. Perhaps. But I prefer hearing that from a Jedi scientist. We do not have it yet. We have not found the ninth stone. We have an unbelievably large tactical advantage over you. Yeah, you're in a hole. (laughs) Cover the mouth of the chamber up and forget about the whole thing. I'm more than willing to consider it. She's right. We're closer, but we're not there yet. Look, the ninth stone is hidden on another planet. All we have is the gate address. Dr. McKay! So wonderful to hear your grating voice again. What are you doing, McKay? Grating (laughs) voice? Friends. They have an unusual relationship, these pair do. You want to keep trading barbs or you want to find the ZPM? Now, would you believe that that shot upwards there, he is inside the studio and the blue sky is literally a blue piece of fabric, three inches above his head. It's wonderfully shot. You just wouldn't know it from looking. You'd think they were filming up from the tunnel. You would. There's actually a crease in the fabric, which you can see on the Blu-ray version Hmm. on the big screen, but I can't see it on this DVD. Fair enough. If Dr. McKay finds the ZPM, the others will be let go. I give you my word. You might, yeah, you might as well play along, don't you, really? And look for an opportunity later. We've got to I don't see that we have much choice. Coming up! I think it looks like he panicked. He looks a bit worried. 
got the general population confined to their quarters. Let's hope they're out of harm's way. Anybody from Shepherd yet? No, I'm not going to reach him. His entire team is off radio. It's still closing in very fast. Yeah, the dark could be carrying thermonuclear weapon, you know. Third jumper? Aren't two enough? I can barely make it to the mainland and back without crashing. For the last time, I'm a doctor, not a bloody fighter pilot. <laughs> nice. Oh, that never gets old. The toy reference. <laughs> I, for one, would like to mount the best defense we can. <sighs> uh, Sergeant Bates, played by Dean Marshall, making one of his rare appearances in the first season. CG? Your CG shot? No, they built a jumper and actually flew it out. There was no need for sarcasm. Of course it was CG. I was wondering if there was some model work included. Number two is away. All three are out. Good luck, Carson. Thanks, I'll need it. That looks very polished and shiny for something they don't use very much. Now that's a CG gate. He's standing very close. Well, he fears nothing. It's not working. Try it again. <laughs> I like the wag the cart in the background. <laughs> No reason that's supposed to be there at all. Kranos is played by Adrian Howe. He's been in Supernatural, Fringe, Sanctuary, Smallville, Psych, and Motive. You said the address was the location of the Ninth Stone. Look, it has to be, but the puzzle is 10,000 years old. Maybe the gate doesn't exist anymore. Look, back in the Milky Way, some cultures actually bury their gates and render them useless. What about something else? What if these aren't Stargate symbols? Hmm. Well, to be honest, they don't look like gate symbols. What else would they be, huh? Actually, these symbols may not be gate-related. Really? What are you thinking? Gentlemen, you should have visual in 30 seconds. You ready? No, I'm not ready. Now, this is the only thing that bothers me about this episode. Why don't they come out? The, the way they engage one dart is ridiculous. They're in very close formation and need to take out with a single shot. Yeah. They've got sensors that could probably cover the entire planet, and yet, bang! Ridiculous! Well, there goes one. Markham and Smith have been taken out. It's headed for that Okay, maybe these aren't fighter pilots. They haven't got that much experience in the jumpers, but that is still so stupid and such a waste. Yeah, well, they never actually appeared on screen, so... So many jumpers, you know, they're not like Voyager, where they keep... Oh, we've got another shuttle. Oh, it blew up. We've got another shuttle. Oh, it blew up. <laughs> uh, it's more like, uh, I think it was in Commander 2. After you eject, I think on disc two. Might be when Commander Four. It was. After you eject, comes up and you think I got elves in the back building these things? <laughs> it's nice that you actually get a bollocking in the game ejecting from your ship. So connect the symbols on the stones, and you should be able to triangulate where the center stone is buried. You're a genius. Thank you, Ronnie. Yes, yeah, okay. We're all very impressed, but let's get on with it now. <laughs> Seriously, guys, you're going to shoot that as it flies by. They've got drone which can track. You yeah. don't need a clean shot. John really should have trained these guys in the air combat. Yeah. Shoot the bloody thing. It's right in the middle of the city. I don't have a clean shot. The Wraith is probably thinking it's like a pick and mix. And we were scared of these guys. What's it doing? It's scanning us. Behold the first Borg. You always take lasers with you when you go on a mission. You never know when they'll come in, Andy. Who's smoking? Yeah, so all we need is a bit of techno music and we're all here. Stump, 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 stump. Yeah. If you look on the map, you'll notice some raised areas. They only realise the fact that centrepiece, which they're looking for, was the only raised area on the map and it looked a bit obvious. They <laughs> had to put some more in. Hold on a second. It's part of their symbol. Now that's surely a eureka moment, Rodney. <clears throat> Look at that, manly moving around the lasers. 
Yes. Multiple letters mark the spot. The mark of the 15. Yes. What? It's a 15-line symbol. 15 lines. Nine lines on the outside. Representing the stone carriers. Six on the inside. Representing the five protectors and the master handler. <laughs> oh, look, this bit sticks out. Hmm. You know where that is? Yes, I could take you there. Hold on a second. Hold tight. Why? You've got inertial dampers. Seriously. One more second. Yes! We didn't do that. We didn't do that. At least I don't think we did. It's going to explain credit for it. Well, whatever happened, it's dead. Atlantis, we have a kill. Good news, Jumper 2. Now head on home. I have avenged you, mm. in a manner of speaking. Things remarkably calm in the face of she's lost two people. Zelenka, this is your fault. At least one of them with the gene. You all have guns. Someone give me a knife. <laughs> I'm bringing a knife to a gunfight. You know, there are times when McKay is so confident in his position, could almost be called courage. As a year-old relic, you don't go around cutting it. Rodney! It's not a map to where the center stone is, it is where the center stone is. Look. My guess is they've never taken a five-year-old down here. Yeah. <laughs> They'd be filling away at that. Look at that. Ain't he a clever boy? Well, yeah. Da-da-da! Who would have thought that's been there all this time and nobody's actually noticed this raised bump and pride at it? Only Rodney. <gasps> we have all the pieces. That's wonderful. What do we do now? Congratulations, Dr. McKay. You may live. <laughs> yeah, you can live for another I'll day. I'll just stroke your damn moustache and be done with it. <laughs> it's the only reason it's there. This is pointless. No trap doors or hidden passageways. Well, they're trapped, but at least those candles could be a lot worse. There may be more than one way in here, Major. If you're trying to hide a chamber, you don't put a bunch of entrances and exits all over the damn place. Well, just sit here and wait for them to come back. What do you got that we can use? Got a couple of MREs. Hmm. Yep, so we've got food. What's an MRE? Rations. Yeah, she's got a knife. Good with that knife. Isn't she? <laughs> I think that's about it, though. Flashbangs? We're kind of like grenades. Pull the pin to press the trigger. Once you let the spoon pop, you got about 1.5 seconds before the room's filled with 2.4 million candle power and a bang that's rated at 175 decibels. Yeah, and then it goes flashing. Bang. He asked the prop guy, what would they have in the bags? And he started emptying one, and when he got to flashbangs, ah, I can use them. Hmm. 175 decibels, that would do permanent damage to your hearing. Yeah, uh, Jumbo is about only 110, 120 or something, <laughs> is it? And they wear protectors anywhere near the end. <laughs> yeah. You know, I find it interesting that the guy's standing direct in the Jumbo Reserve protectors, but you're climbing up steps beside the bloody engine, you're not. <laughs> well, I suppose the difference between idling and probably idling plus 10. Mm. Well, you know, decibels, like a lot of things, uh, isn't an arithmetic scale, it's logarithmic, so 110 is a lot louder than 100, than 90 is, than, if you follow me. Yeah. That's correct. But if making your people the target buys my people more time, it will have been worth it. Listen, I don't want to discuss it any further, Doctor. Find the ZPM and you can all return to Atlantis. Fail and the deal's off. Yeah, you're not really going to win a reasoned argument. There's a point where Collier just draws the line and points a gun at you. There was two of them. She could have clapped them. But it was unavailable. As they believe, it actually turned out better having uh, Collier play the bad guy. 
So why did it blow up? Ma'am, I have no idea. I don't think it came here to fight. It didn't seem that interested in the jumpers except for when we were blocking its way to the city. Mm. Darts are not long-range fighters. The fact it came so far, alone, was a scout. But why would it self-destruct? Scouts are meant to relay information. But it did relay information. You know, I mean, we've seen the series, we know why it did it. Yes, we do, because I remember. <laughs> it exploded, a dart was transmitting data. I suppose at this point you could argue maybe it wasn't a manned aircraft, it was some sort of AI. No, probably just one of the drone people. Probably, yeah. They're disposable. Either way, the fact that it blew up, you've got to assume it achieved its purpose. Yeah. Go on then, science guy. I just assumed that we placed the stones on the pedestal, have someone put their hands on the palm prints, and hopefully we get the ZPM. Only question is, what order do we put the stones in? I think it's pretty straightforward. Well, nothing's being straightforward yet. What makes you think this would be? The last stone is the only one with grooves that match the center position. So? So it fits snugly into place, complete the pattern, get the ZPM. Bit obvious, don't you think? Why would they continue to play games at this point? I really don't think you understand how these people thought. Okay. Stop stalling. I'm not stalling. I just think we need to consider Kranos. the fact... Arrange the stones and retrieve the ZPM, please. Yes. It is like Indiana Jones. Mm. Just lift the idol off the uh, pedestal. You'll be fine. Ignore the big giant ball. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's the real reason McKay wasn't going to do it. Okay, what do you want me to do? You're gonna fry it, boy. <laughs> Didn't see that coming. <laughs> Too late. Hmm. Ooh, they come keen. Oh, bye bye. Fast acting and all. Those bunks weren't messing about, were they? Yeah. I doubt that would have bothered the Wraith, though. I mean, so they're really hiding it from their own people or other humanoid. You knew this would happen. Yes. Yes, I did. In fact, I was in the middle of telling you as much when you ordered him to activate the pedestal. Look, you killed him, not me. <laughs> He's trying to tell you. Yeah. <laughs> he really... His backbone yeah. really appears, doesn't it? <laughs> the problem is, uh, his backbone may actually appear. <laughs> right, who's next? What's the correct order of the stones? Not sure yet. You're next, though, mate. Mm. That guy looks nervous. So now what he's going to do is he said, uh, we. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you'll have four chances to get it right. Yes, if you die, well, I'll be disappointed, but not that much. Why is he wearing a little padded yoke on one wrist? I don't know. Magic Square, isn't it? Yeah, similar. They actually planned on using poison darts for this trap. Again, Indiana Jones. Logistically, it was a bit more. Well, you never actually saw the dark fly. The center stone's the only one that locks into place. All the others must move around it. I'm just trying to think of a combination that makes sense with five in the middle. Fifteen. It's got to have something to do with fifteen or nine or five. Shut up. Please, I'm trying to think. <laughs> Shut up. I my life's at stake. Exactly, so simmer down and let me save it. You heard the term two heads are better than one? It's a common misconception. Give me the gun, I'll shoot him myself. <laughs> Good point, Shepard. Shepard could be intelligent. I don't like it. Choose and go. Come on, this should take you seconds, McKay. <laughs> Thanks for the pep talk. It's nine to one, that's all I can think of. Okay, step back. I'm sorry. I'm not dead yet. Yeah. Sorry. Nice, I'm back, lads. I had to write in college. I thought a program which generated major squares. Major. Now. The math behind it is actually complicated. Well, just consider factoring in life and death. If you get an F, it adds an old, different element of pressure onto uh, the test. I got it! What? The Brotherhood of Fifteen. What about it? 
The numbers one to nine can be put in a three by three grid so they add up to 15 in every direction. Oh, you're right. How'd you know that? I was on a Mensa test. You remember a Mensa? No, but I took the test. When? I want to talk about this now, Rodney. Right, right. <laughs> Actually, I think he does. Okay. Two, nine, four, seven, five, three, six, one, eight. Bingo. That's it. That's got to be it. Good luck. Silence, please. John is approaching the puzzle. He is approaching the puzzle. His hands are nearing... Yes, they are touching the puzzle. And he is not dead yet. Yeah, but it's not lit. Well, not actually powering anything, is it? No, it should still be glowing. Yeah. Nobody's realised there's two percent of gone. <laughs> yeah, that'll be me tomorrow when I leave work. There we go. Well, that's a crafty look. Wait for it. Just a little bit longer. Oh, now that's clever. Now we know where the flashbang went. Now oh, look at the flashbang as it goes off. Well, he didn't know it was going to go off, did he? Arg. But, uh, seriously, that was the subtitle. Arg. Was it? <laughs> well, Taylor's a vicious sort at times. I love it. <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> what the hell is Ford then? Ford is like, I'm gonna come through his ass. Yeah, I'm not just gonna hit him, I'm gonna roll around on the floor and do my uh, mixed martial arts. Yeah, I mean, seriously, that was ridiculously showy. That was sort yeah. of a uh, martial arts demonstration level. <laughs> my eyes, I need my eyes for seeing. Get the ZPM, Riley. It's a small miracle I can still make out shape, that's all I'm saying. Poor old Ford. We still criticise him, even when he's doing well at his job. <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Believe it or not, the ZPM were getting stuck in that hole. They're the, the guy at the back that were pushing it as well. All right, we're getting out of here. We're going to send a villager to pick you up in about an hour. The smart thing would be to kill me now. Kill him. Yeah, that's true. Yes, he deserves it. You know what the smart thing to do would be? The smart thing to do would be to put the stone back on the bloody roof. Unfortunately, I think the natives of this world won't be happy with killing Jinai on this oil. Yeah, but seriously, no, just bloody shooting. I'm going to want points for this in the future. But if you ever do this again, I will kill you. <laughs> He's a lying, cheating scumbag. You couldn't trust him. I get the impression the top actually came off it and Rodney told him it on there. <laughs> we good? Yeah. Or I can see. Let's move out. I can't believe you never mentioned the Mensa thing. I took the test. I never joined. But you passed. Yes. Well, do you know we have a we have a chapter on uh, on Atlantis? Rodney, you can become an Rodney, up the rope. Oh, Rodney, sure up about the test. Men's a club. You can join if you want, John. <laughs> no, thank you. I've got better things to do in my evening. All right, not me. I'm going to be up all night getting every system I can back online. Alina, I don't think we'll ever be able to properly repay for this. You won't have to. Bit of room between them. Carry no weapon. Surprise! Oh, dear. <laughs> there are lots of them. And again, I hope they don't all fire at once. Why have they got Janai-style weapons? Some of Janai, probably some of their own. All right, all right, easy. Easy. Alina? You involved the Janai. This has nothing to do with the Janai. <clears throat> I'm a member of the New Brotherhood. And what is this about? Ten generations ago, after a severe culling, the Brotherhood was destroyed. Many of us found their writings and decided to try and complete the task handed down to us by the ancestors. I am the new master handler. Oh, are you? Hmm. Feel free to handle me anytime you want. 
But it must go into hiding again. We come from the city of ancestors. That ZPM was intended for us. No. You live in Atlantis, but you are not the ancestors. What'd you tell her? <laughs> oh, there. Atlantis might fall if we don't take this ZPM back. Then it would serve no purpose. You really think the ancestors would have wanted that? Take yeah. her to Atlantis. Show her. The ancestors are not coming back. You think getting attacked by the Wraith and chased out of the galaxy is something they planned for? Alina, you're far too smart to think the that... The Potentia will be put into hiding on another world. When the ancestors return, our people will be greatly rewarded. Alina, you can't believe that. Look, come back with us. Let me prove it to you. Yes, guilt her into that. It ain't gonna work. She's got the religious fever. We met them. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. To be fair, the ancients existed, so their people had met them. They knew great power out there. It's not been, you know, some sort of made-up god or anything, but... Bad mistake. It was a simple conversation. Don't know if you planned it as such or not, but either way, all McKay's fault. <laughs> Wait for it, John. Markham? <laughs> hey, we've met him. He, he wasn't just a, a no-name extra. He's been in the series before. Normally, he's always with Stackyard. We just lost two of my men in a jumper, and this is the first time I'm hearing about it? I tried to reach you, but you've been out of radio contact for over 12 hours. Now, the dart sent a transmission deep into space, and then it self-destructed before we could get to it. Yeah, we scanned the area with our deep space sensors, and... Uh, we have deep space sensors? Yeah, it's it's long story. <laughs> We've been busy. <laughs> it's not been a good couple of days, has it? Show me. Now that looks a bit ominous. So, hang on. The laptop, although it's wirelessly interfacing with the display, it has to do it from three feet away. What are those? Wraith hive ships. Three of them. The system analysis just got back. Right. Where are they headed? If they maintain direction and speed, they'll be over our planet within two weeks. Oh, come on. That's just piling on misery for the sake of it. Haven't these people been through enough? And let's not forget the wireless laptops, which aren't wireless. So what, it has to be resting on the console? Perhaps that's part of the jury rigging, you know. They use different protocols, the ancients do. Come on, go with it. All the things you can criticise. Because it's my area of expertise. I can infer it from tone. <laughs> that was the Brotherhood. Actually, I quite enjoyed that. I've watched it three times. I still enjoyed it. Mainly because Kolya, it has to be said. Indeed. Excellent villain. Yeah, he's got a lot of style, and John really should have shot him. Yes. <laughs> Shoot him. Shoot him. Kind of reminds me of that episode towards the end of season one of Torchwood where Yanto was pointing a gun at Owen and I was screaming, Shoot for God, shoot in the head. Yeah, not many people liked Owen. Yeah. What did I see him in? Was it Game of Thrones? Um, to be honest with you, if the guy that played the werewolf and being human never died, they could probably just swap him in and without anyone really noticing. I think you've seen pretty much the entire uh, British acting community in Game of Thrones. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Why not? It's just like Vancouver, isn't it? <laughs> A little bit of trivia for the episode The Brotherhood. This was Martin Garrow's favourite episode of the first season. Some of the footage was also shot by Mario Azapardi and Nico, the assistant director. So they had three people actually shooting footage for this episode. Oh. And all in all, I think they did a bloody good job. Some excellent location work, some very good set design. The courtyard, the cabin under the ground, all lit very well. All looked fantastic. Also some good guest stars, and while it wasn't technically a standalone episode, since it followed on a little from Before Our Sleep, it does stand on its own. And of course we'll see more of Collier. Jack? Daniel? Are you you? Yeah, you. What? 
I like the yellow ones. Never mind. We got a little bit of Facebook feedback. First off, Brad posted, Wow, for all the problems this episode had, it was really fun. And great to hear you three liking it so much. And yes, this was the last full clip show. Odd considering it's the one episode they seem to do before most season two parters, for money reasons. But never again in SG1. Jeff replied, Stargate made clip shows that were always fun to watch. They took the time to actually find a plot that worked, and they didn't feel like they were bolted on for the sake of plot. Brad replied, Agreed, Jeff. Lucky we get some more great ones in Atlantis. We also got a voicemail from Brad. Take it away, Brad. Hello, Alan and Mike. Brad here from Australia. I'm just chiming in once again on my thought for the upcoming SGA episode, The Brotherhood. A nice little scavenger hunt episode, trying to find a ZPM to power the city. I really like these Indiana Jones-esque episodes. At the beginning, when the cull happens, it doesn't seem like the monks have enough time to put the plan into plan into swing to hide the ZPM. But later we see the underground temple and all the tiles buried. It looks like they've been at it for a very long time. We get to see Koya return. It's always good to see the, the chemistry between him and John. Uh, it works really well. And I wish there was more episodes with the two of them fighting it out against each other. Rodney and John get to play Kirk again, even though they don't really succeed. And Rodney once again has to tell people everything, which leads to a double cross. And it's a real shame after we go through all this, find the ZPM taken away from us and don't have any other mention um, of this people or the ZPM for the rest of the series. So it was sort of one of those plots was done and dropped, which was unfortunate. So yeah, another great, great episode for season one. They're just going strength to strength. I'll talk to you again later. Bye. Many thanks for the feedback, Brad. Always appreciated. And if everything goes to plan, Brad will be joining us for the recording of Reckoning Part 2. We welcome all forms of feedback, positive and negative. And if you want to get in touch with us, these are the ways. You can email us, including an audio message, using gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. And we have groups and pages on both Facebook and Google+. You can search for us using the generic Stargate, or more specifically, Gatecast. We are also on iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio, under Gatecast. And we simply swoon when we get an iTunes rating and review. They help the show get promotion on that service. Twitter seems to be popular. And you can find us at the Gatecast, which is one word. And finally, there is our main website, gatecast.co.uk, which has a variety of contact and links for keeping our Stargate family all together. That was The Brotherhood. Next week we return to the SGC with The Reckoning, Part 1. The rebel Jafar gathered to storm the Temple of Dakara while Baal's fleet is battling Replicator Carter's forces. Daniel is captured by her, seeking his buried memories of ancient secrets. Baal informs the SGC they need to stop Anubis from using an ancient weapon on Dakara which can destroy all life in the galaxy. All the groups converge on Dakara, but who'll reach the weapon first? That sounds like an action-packed episode. Ball, Replicators, Jafar, SGC, SG1. <laughs> no wonder it was a two-parter. Yeah, well, it does actually say, even the small bit of blow there sounds like there's been much to pack into a single episode. <laughs> okay, then, that's a wrap for this week. I uh, hope you join us next week for The Reckoning. Until then, take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever. Bye.